podcast activated. Welcome to Double Agents, episode nine recap. Good people, bad TV. I'm Alex. I'm Scott. Nailed it. Welcome back. Sorry we're late this week, guys. It was a busy week, but we're getting it to you now, giving you some some challenge content to tide you over till Wednesday and the rest of the season, because that season preview, like the mid-season rest of season preview looked really good. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. What was your response when you watched it? (laughs) When they showed that whole like rest of the season, here's what's going to happen. I grabbed Scott's arm and just said, we have so much life left to live. (laughs) (laughs) Just true. So many more podcasts to activate. I just am so excited. I'm like, I feel like, Total Madness didn't give us what that season preview gave us. Oh, <laughs> potentially. I don't know. That season preview looked amazing. I know. I'm very it's excited. Epic. Should we go back and rewatch it like six times? Honestly, thinking about give it. Give the people a breakdown. Yeah. I wanted somebody to do that on the internet, but I didn't see anybody doing that yet. So thanks for letting me down, people on the internet. Jeez. Anyway, a future YouTube channel breaking down challenge trailers. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. Put that put that in your back pocket for the future. All right. All right, so we open this episode walking back in from Josh's epic fail of an elimination win. Somehow he messed up winning an elimination that bad. It feels so long ago, but yeah. It feels like a decade ago truly. It's and, still hilarious. And Michi going home, leaving Amber M as the rogue agent who is pissed at Amber B and is kind of the we see the rookie girls alliance falling apart. Um, and we really have two, like we have public enemy number one and two, and they're both female at this point. Maybe that's because it's a women's elimination week, so that's the storyline we got. But public enemies so. number one and two. I think number one is Teresa still because Teresa just doesn't belong to any alliance or anything. And public enemy number two is Amber B um, because people either feel like she's flip-flopping or the rookies feel like they were betrayed. And so Amber B hasn't set herself up super well. Yeah. And she's, I mean, she is going back and forth between the rookies and big brother. And I think she's probably like, in fourth place of priority on the big brother Alliance. Yeah. So why she's sticking so strongly there. I mean, I guess it's still fairly early in the game. So she kind of needs the numbers. Um, but I mean, well, we're probably halfway through now. And then the rookies, I mean, they're it's Gabby and Amber M and maybe Lolo, maybe Teresa could all kind of rally together, but um there just isn't enough really bonding them together to make it a trustworthy alliance, I guess. Um, and just none of them are going to win a daily challenge, so they're not going to... The rookie girls? Yeah, so yeah. they're not going to have power to actually do anything. So it's yeah. probably best for, as Amber does in this episode, sticks with Big Brother. Yeah, so I think there's positive and negatives to both alliances, right? Like the rookie girls aren't particularly strong, and we all know that they're going to want to throw rookies in for quote-unquote easy skulls but the rookie girls all have strong vet partners except for amber m which i don't understand why amber m thinks that she's very important but she does 
and very strong in this competition, as we've talked about previously. But Big T is partnered with CT. Amber B has Darrell. And Gabby is, like, the other women are clearly threatened by Gabby, as we heard Mm -hmm. Nani say during the episode. And she's partnered with Devin, who could arguably be the weakest of the vet partners for the rookie girls. Also because physically for sure physically yeah and then he just like loves to instigate which puts him on the line a lot Mm -hmm. um and obviously they talk about how that dynamic has shifted amber b and gabby's relationship um because devin is so anti big brother and um and obviously amber b is a part of the big brother alliance so that kind of puts them in not a good place so that's why it's like good and bad to be part of the rookie. Now it's good and bad to be part of the big brother because it's good because there's really what four big brother people, Casey, Josh, Fessy, Amber B. Amber B. So you know, the final is always at least three or four teams. So as long as they can keep their numbers, all of the big brother people can go to the final. Pretty much. So yeah. even if she chooses to go with them, like I know she probably falls low on the totem pole, and people don't really know her strength or haven't really talked about her strength so far. Um, so I don't think it's going to be as much of a thing like they'll sacrifice Josh or whatever in the future because there's no male skulls left. I think the fact that there's female skulls out there and they don't have to eliminate one another kind of shifts the game too. But um, so I think overall it's probably smarter to pick the big brother people because they are physically stronger humans overall. I don't think they play the game particularly well. Um, do I think the Big Brother Alliance maybe values Amber B as much as they would value a Corey or like a tangential alliance member, like a Nani or a, you know what I mean? Hmm. And so I, I do wonder about that. And but oftentimes they want like quote unquote weak people to stick around so they can beat them in the final. So there is this weird balance of like getting a weak person to go against, to get your skull, but keeping weak people to go against in the final. So you win. It's true. And looking ahead to the final, like there's going to be what five guys and five girls, or at least that's how many gold skulls there are. Yes. But then we did get a little TJ clip in that teaser at the end. It said, not all of you are in the final. Oh, I thought it said none of you are in the final. Or none of you are in the final. So I have no idea what that means. I don't know what that means, TJ. It's just throwing more monkey wrenches into this absurd game where they make up the rules as they go. Yes. (laughs) Um, But yeah, overall. Would you have stuck with Big Brother or would you have stuck with the rookie girls? What would you have done? I think you have to... I still would have stuck with Big Brother. Yeah. Because I think winning daily challenges on this particular season is so important. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just don't see any of the rookie girls doing that consistently. Yeah. Now Amber B is in a good position where the team that she put in, Casey and Leroy, both have skulls. So if they're not going back down there, if they get power, but now they kind of owe her one. Correct. In a way. Mm -hmm. And her and Casey seem to have a pretty good bond yeah and casey doesn't have to help out fessy or josh anymore get a skull either because they already have them um but nani still needs one um and who is lolo still needs oh anisa has one and fessy has one Mm -hmm. so yeah i was just more thinking within the alliance yeah 
So that's public enemy number two. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts on Amber B? Not really. I mean, I guess we'll get there as we go through the episode, but do you I, think, I still think she should have set it up for herself to go down there. Do you think Darrell is the best partner in the house for Amber B? Oh, probably. I mean, Darrell's the best for everyone, not <laughs> named Leroy. <laughs> also, the only thing I worry about with that is none of the guys probably want to run a final against Darrell. So does that put her in danger, and will she have to sh- switch partners because of that? Uh, maybe. Uh, I think best case scenario for Darrell is, because I don't think anyone's going to want to send Darrell down there ever to get his gold skull, because yeah. he's good. Is to win I, another daily. It, no, I think like if one of the big brother people sends Amber down there to get to have a chance at it, and TJ pulls a fast one on them, and it's actually a guy's. And they accidentally mm. give Darrell a, a chance at one, uh, which I'm hoping for because I don't yeah. think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have to win another daily if something like that doesn't happen. Yeah, I would agree. But yeah, they they both have to go get one, so I don't know how they're gonna do that. Yeah. I don't know what that's gonna look like. It's gonna be tough. All right, and then we have public enemy number one, Teresa, who's partnered with the Black Widow Corey. Toxic T and Toxic Black T Widow Corey. And the Black Widow. What a pair. What a pair. The super villains of double agents. <laughs> you need a super villain. Poor Corey has like not been able to do a dang thing this whole time because he's always the rogue agent. He like has only competed in half the challenges because he hasn't been able to do anything. <laughs> this is just he's just coasting through the season. I mean, in a way he's lucky, but he hasn't been able to get that skull yet. It's true. <laughs> just coasting along until he runs headfirst into it. A trivia question about square roots and it just and truly he was like i have to find out what a square root is first <laughs> and i was like what <laughs> what do you mean you have to find out what a square root is first killed uh, me oh uh, the whole challenge did but anyway we'll get there what about Teresa? the most important thing that happened on this episode is trivia because it was incredible uh Teresa, um i don't know Teresa like played way too hard way too fast in this game. Teresa never paces herself in this competition. No. But I think it's because she knows she's strong. Like mm-hmm. I think they're I think the strongest people in this game never make sneaky moves. Like if I think back, I think about like Landon and I think about like CT doesn't make that many sneaky moves. Landon never did. Mm-hmm. Um Darrell doesn't really. Like the strongest no. competitors in this game don't really do that and we see Nani say like Teresa's the strongest girl in the mm-hmm. house. And so I think Teresa kind of does this thing like the weaker people who do well in this game, like bananas and Wes do have to play this kind of kooky political game because they're just not as strong mm-hmm. as the CTs and the Durrells. Teresa's trying to be both. And I think you have to be just one. And I think maybe if she took the energy that she expends in trying to be play a political game and just used all that energy in her physical game, it would be different for her. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, she definitely doesn't have the correct strategy. Like she, it's like never like atrocious, but it never is like quite good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, like she'll miss time a move or she'll, um, which we I saw know, her do. Yeah. Or she'll like, trust the wrong person with the wrong piece of information. Yeah. Um, or she'll try to like 
strong arm too many rookies and then eventually one of them will be like no i'm not doing that yeah. <laughs> um because she's not real subtle about it Mm-mm. um but i think she i mean she's been hasn't been on the show for a long time also so it was kind yeah, I of can't a, remember the last season she was on yeah but i think she was in a hard a weird place socially um because she like knows nani and anisa but they're not like incredible friends um yeah so she kind of was in with the rookies a little bit, um, but then didn't really treat them with enough respect to like maintain that friendship. Um, and then just, I don't know, like tried to backstab Cam at one point. Uh, like it was just kind of a sloppy, sloppy game for her. Yeah. Um, and even though she is a good competitor, if you make too many Four moves, it's just going to catch up to you eventually. Yeah. Because you can't win every elimination because at some point, one of them is not going to favor your skill set. Um, yeah, the last mm-hmm. um, season she was on, she was in the final of, but it was Battle of the Exes, which was in 2015. It was season 26, so it was literally 10 seasons ago okay. she was on. Um, so she wasn't even in kind of like the modern era of like 30 plus. Mm-hmm. So very interesting. Uh, yeah, her and Wes were partners um, in Battle of the Exes to have made it to the final. Oh, they got eliminated. Um, Did they? The uh, Right before the final, but then... They kicked off Naya for being terrible, and Teresa ran it with Leroy. She oh, came in and replaced Oh, that's right. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that's the last. Well, the, the Teresa last and Leroy. Oh, I hadn't thought of this the whole time, though. Teresa and Leroy are also exes. Yes. Which uh, the Cam stuff makes more sense to me now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was five years ago, but but yeah, still plenty. Of, <laughs> and she's married and has two kids now, and I think she's actually yeah. pregnant with a third right now. Oh, that's exciting. I'm not mistaken. Um, mm-hmm. But you listened to Anissa and Tori's like official challenge podcast and they had a producer on and you were telling me the producer said she called Teresa every season pretty much. Like almost. Yeah. I mean, I think they, as she was saying like they, I mean, they reach out to a lot of the former cast members most seasons because mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out, I think they cast more than they actually put on TV. Yeah. Because they need some, some backups in case of injuries and that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, they've reached out to her for most of the the seasons to see it, just to at least see if she was interested yeah, and then kind of go from there. And this is the first time she's, um, in post marriage and kids and yeah, she's been interested slash available, um, to come back. Um, but yeah, overall her strategy is not, yeah, she doesn't have great strategy. (laughs) So we've got to figure something out, Teresa. All right. And then the only last thing. Is we have this, I forgot to bring this up. Amber B and Gabby have this like kind of confrontation right before the elimination. Yeah, like as all like the lights are going off. Yeah, and I'm like, this just seems like a poor time to have this conversation. Um, Like while the lights are going and everybody probably needs to like leave to go to the challenge and you guys are having this fight. Um, So I thought that was really weird timing. You know, I'm team Gabby because I'm team Love Island. And so... I, well, the other thing I was thinking about is we've gotten a lot of Gabby interviews um, and like ITMs and things like that. So I feel like hopefully Gabby will be back for another season. Hopefully she wants to come back because I like her a lot. Um, 
And we got Amber M talking about Amber B. But we did not get any Big T talking about Amber B. No, I mean, I don't think there was, like, a direct feud between the two of them. Yeah, I just think, like, we're getting this whole the rookie girls are splitting up. And I guess, like, Big T's not a rookie girl, but that's the alliance she's kind of a part of in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, And we didn't get any any conversation from Big T. And you know I love a Big T interview moment. It's true. We know we didn't get a lot of Big T this episode. Just cheering on. CT the bunny. Yeah. Uh, up, on, <laughs> up on the trivia Her challenge. bunny, yes. But we well, we had to spend time with Corey and Teresa. On the t- bike. Talking yeah. about what it meant to be a parent and she was really uh, sweet. Teresa's struggles with uh postpartum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Corey kind of starting to seem like it was educational for Corey yeah, and helping so. him understand what his uh his girlfriend was going through. Yeah. So hopefully that makes them both better people. Um if yeah, I think they have a friend. Oh, yeah. So it seems like they always, or at least this season, the challenge has been having like at least one kind of pretty heartfelt conversation per episode. Yeah. Um, which is always like an abrupt change of pace, but usually it's a cool thing. But it, uh, It's always it, a good topic, but it is a little um, whiplashy. Yeah. But, All right. Let's get to the daily challenge. Let's get to trivia. Yes. So spoiler alert, it's trivia, which is everybody's favorite the only thing I was disappointed by was that it was like true false trivia. Yeah. And I I like it better when it's not true false. I yeah, I like I need, it when they I have need to the like spelling. I like the ABC like multiple, multiple choice, choice yeah. situation or they have to like do math. Like I like that kind of thing or spell things. Oh yeah, they're I not having love... to do enough math. I and mean, they there was some sort there was some math like true. There were or a false, few square but... roots and things. Yeah, but it was they didn't actually have to like say anything embarrassing. Yeah. Probably because it was like a strength thing. So they needed it to be like the fastest answer as possible because they knew how hard it would be. I guess. Yeah. That contraption looked terrifying. Yeah. It said like the water was 45 degrees and they were up there a good 40 feet. Probably. Yeah. It was, (laughs) it looked terrifying, but this is as always every season, the best challenge why they don't just release the unedited footage of this entire challenge every season. Yeah, I want the extended uh, version on YouTube. Yeah. Like MTV we, like Hero this was Cry. Too, way too short. There were way too many answers that they like cut off. And they were just like, no, Corey, true. Nom, false. And they, we didn't get the whole question. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, I, I need the full unedited footage because that'd be hysterical. Yeah, I would appreciate that as well. Please mm-hmm. put that in your notes. Um, MTV for next season. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have a, a Burger King sponsorship. Burger King loves to sponsor a challenge. Um, and so they are giving away a $5,000 additional prize and a special surprise prize <laughs> at the end. Yeah. So who do you think at Burger King is like a huge challenge fan? That... I don't know, but they ride or die hard for the challenge. It's true. Um, so... What were your favorite moments of trivia today? Favorite moments. Um, Darrell trying to hype himself to even just get on this contraption that like leans you out over the water and you're in like a full plank almost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh, Darrell like is like quoting R. Kelly lyrics to like hype himself up. And um, 
obviously without mentioning R. Kelly because that's not something we're we would we support. do not stand R. Kelly in this home, but yeah, and Darrell would not support would not mention that on MTV, obviously. But he is like shaking. He's just oh, just giving the quotes, and he's trying to just hype himself up to get on there. That was great. Um, Big T, just completely terrified. Um, oh yeah, Kyle so terrified. almost going down and kind of hanging off the sides of the thing. He was just like holding on. Like, do you think he thought he was going to be able to stay there for like a full round? I don't know. I don't think it was legal to one. I think as soon as he touched the sides, it was over. Okay. Because Cam gets eliminated for touching the sides too much. Yeah. Um, yeah, Fessy getting an answer right, but falling off before he can actually like throw it to someone. Yeah. Give someone else a penalty. Um, CT knows what area 51 is because apparently he was a part of the storming of area 51 in 2019 (laughs) when that became a thing on the internet. Like, which like, of course, (laughs) like, why did we not think of this? I can't tell if he was joking or if he was just actually a part of that because I wanted to be in my head. CT was there in the desert storming area 51 (laughs) with a bunch of Redditors. (laughs) That would be really funny. Um, and then Casey thinking wolves are vegetarians. It was hysterical. Yeah, that was like truly mind-boggling that she thought that. Um, I couldn't. I I didn't understand how he thought that that was what it. That was false. Yeah, does she or know? What a, does she know what a wolf is? I don't know. <laughs> okay. I really don't know. So that was round one. Darrell won the first round. He did. And then the second round, Big T was like really scared because we know she does not like height. No, or cold water, or competition. Yeah, <laughs> or most of the things of this game, but she's here. She is. Uh, but yeah, Nisa and Tori on their podcast were talking about how much everyone loves Big T, and she goes around the house singing Shakira songs all the time, even though she doesn't have a good voice. I didn't know that there were so many Shakira fans. Like, she was, that there were deeply passionate Shakira fans out there still. Yeah, I didn't either. Um but I guess to help her, like, hype her up to get on this trivia contraption, um, the whole rest of the cast, like, was singing Shakira songs to her to, like, help her calm down and, She's like, so laugh. Uh, but they didn't show any of that, which was a bummer. But No, I, I wish. Know. That would have been fun. Like, okay, we always get bloopers on The Bachelor, and I don't want the bloopers on The Bachelor because they're not actually funny. I want more bloopers from the challenge. Like, I want at the end while you're showing the credits, show me bloopers of the challenge. Yeah. MTV, are you listening? Take notes, more notes for content for you. Yeah. Shakira acapella. Yeah. Would have been hysterical. Would have loved it. Mostly CT and Drell. I needed them to be featured prominently. Heavily. It's <laughs> uh, the only other. Well, Nam actually does really, really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he has a great interview moment where they like cut to him. After someone gives him a strike when they got an answer right, he's like, you mother ever. <laughs> Which we is not a, a word, not a word I knew Nom knew. <laughs> no. We got a lot of Nom work this week, and I really liked it. I feel mm. like we didn't see much of the second round. We just saw Cam kept touching the sides and got disqualified mm. um, to hold herself up. And then... Um, yeah, it was just down to Fessy, right? And Nom and Fessy was trying to convince Nom to drop. No. Or that was Darrell. 
No, Darrell was on the first one. It was Fessy, Nam, and somebody else. Cam. Okay, but Fessy dropped before both of them then. No, Cam got disqualified and had to drop. And then they asked Fessy a question. And Fessy answered it right, but then fell. Oh, okay. I think. Okay. So Nam won the second heat. So we were trying to figure out how they were going to like do the final deciding factor. And it was who was up there the longest and who answered as many questions. So we don't know which one it was um, out of, but I mean, I guess Darrell, we do know wins the whole thing, but Mm -hmm. was it that he got more answers right? Or what was it? It seemed like there might've been more content from round one than round two. Um, But I do wonder like, then why wouldn't they let Nam stay up there and answer as many questions as he could and gain more time? You know? Oh, that's a good point. Like, I mean, Nam dropped immediately after he knew he won, but I yeah, do wonder. Maybe he like, was allowed to. I mean, he was pretty much horizontal at that point. So yeah. I think it seemed like it was pretty much one more question whoever was going to fall off mm-hmm. there. Um, but Teresa takes a really nasty fall. Oh, yeah. A little bit earlier in the heat. Yeah. Uh, she probably had the by far the hardest fall. Yeah. Some she people fell, like, were very graceful. First. Some people just kind of jumped up early. <laughs> yeah, like Gabby's a gymnast, so she just like swung and dropped, and it was like very casual. <laughs> yeah. And then Teresa takes this nasty fall, which oh, I don't man. think sets her up well for going into elimination. Which yeah, she landed hard on like her hip. It looked yeah. Like, which I mean, you are landing in water, but from forty feet, man, that's that's basically cement. That hurts. Yeah. Um. So. Darrell and Amber B win and they not only get the $5,000, but they also get a special prize in this briefcase, which is a Whopper VIP card, which like clearly doesn't have a description of what that means yeah, so in why the did briefcase. We, so why did we so go through like, this whole thing? Of don't opening react properly. <laughs> yeah, they open it and they're like, yay, I think. And teacher's like, so what this means is you get Whoppers for life. And they're like, okay, good. That would have been good to know. So I could have reacted for the camera. Like, Why do we have these briefcases? I don't know. Well, because it's double agent Scott. Um, Right. I forgot. um, But yeah, so that all happens. And then we go back into the house and we have deliberation. um, And Nani gets real salty real fast with everyone (laughs) nani does yeah nani during the elimination like teresa's like okay so are you guys voting me in or something like that and then nani comes at comes at teresa like real hard real fast i was kind of caught off guard like she just got real salty real fast at nani or at teresa Hmm. and i was like kind of caught off guard because i was like nani like your name's not on the table you know teresa's going in i know you don't like teresa but like just like play it cool. Josh's emotions are rubbing off on Nani. I feel it. Oh, no. I know. I hate to say it. I hate to say it. That's the worst thing you've ever said. I know. Sorry. Nani is too pure for that. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but I want her to be. Um, but yeah, it does seem like most of the house wants to vote in Teresa. And initially, Amber wants to put in Gabby because uh, they've had some arguments and mm-hmm. uh, and Amber may potentially be able to go in herself and get her skull against Gabby. Yeah. Um, but it seems like the rest of the house kind of convinces her to s- 
shift over to Teresa because Teresa's the bigger threat in the long run. Mm -hmm. And then Nani talks to her about sending in either Casey or Lolo to actually knock Teresa out. Yeah. Um, that's kind of where we are before the deliberation. And then nobody really talks at deliberation. No, um, it was very weird. And But you know what? I Leroy brings it up at the nominations is, guys, you have to go get a skull. Him and Anissa mm-hmm. do, which I think made it very clear to me that it was a producer asked conversation because it was two of the vets who probably have the best relationship with production Mm -hmm. to have this conversation guys you need to get a skull go get a skull what are you doing why are you not and I think that's such a juxtaposition to last season when people kept putting themselves in and every time someone put themselves in last season they got sent home it felt like almost every time it was like I want to go in it's my time to go in I'm going to do it And then they got eliminated. And so I think you see people playing a much more scared game this season. Why do you think that is? I think part of, like, last year they didn't want to be in, like, this, like, quarantined in this bunker without a skull. So they were like, I mean, you're going to get one and then at least know I'm going to have a chance at the final or I'm just going to go home because this is terrible. Yeah. Uh So I think it was the conditions themselves were so much worse last season mm-hmm. that they pushed that forward a little bit. Yeah. Now it's the opposite. Um, People are like, I don't want to be quarantined in my home. So at least I'm here doing stuff instead of being quarantined. Right. And they want to like control the matchup properly and kind of, I don't know, seem to get all of that squared away. I also think last mm-hmm. season was individual. This season's a partnership. And the fact that you can switch partners, there's just so much more on the line, I think, in that way. Do you it's, think? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, there's just a little bit more unknown. So Teresa gets thrown in pretty handily. It seems like that's pretty much how everybody votes. I'm trying to remember who doesn't vote that way. They, did they show us who voted? Oh, they showed us some... Um, I don't think it was hardly anybody. Um, yeah, I don't really um, remember, but she gets voted in pretty like heavily. It seems like nobody even really thinks about other people. Um, but Teresa has this great um, interview moment where she's like, I want you to go in there and I want to beat you because I want to keep you broke and I want to win that money. And I loved that from Teresa. It was a great quote. I want to keep you broke. <laughs> Iconic. <laughs> Great stuff from Teresa. Oh, man. It's partially elitist, partially cocky, uh, just assuming you're broke already. Mm-hmm. It's. <laughs> it was great. It was it's a, good stuff. It's a good interview moment. It's not a great look for Teresa, but it's a good moment. Yes. It's entertaining for us. Um, but then Amber and Darrell get to go in. Uh, to see who the compromised agents are, their first time in there. Yeah. And everybody's surprised every time by how briefly they get to see who voted for it. Every time. Wait, it's over? What? So nobody must be mentioning how quick it goes. No, they're not Uh, talking about that. I did think uh it was interesting. Darrell asked Amber, did you orchestrate this? And Amber won't answer that. Yeah. And you can see on Darrell's face, he's like, no, that's not how I want this to work. Like, if you're doing things, I need to be involved in them, I feel like. Did you get that same vibe? Uh, 
that's not quite how I took it. I thought because he mentioned earlier in the episode, he's like, "We're pretty sure it's a women's elimination. I'm going to let Amber B do her thing." Yeah. Um, and then I think he asked her because he already knew, mm. and he wanted to give like I think he was trying to make good TV. I think he's like, "Hey, did you orchestrate this? Like, no one's here. Like, yeah, tell me, tell the camera." And she like wouldn't do it, and so like I don't know if she doesn't trust Darrell or. If she was, uh, I don't know, just not ashamed, but like shy about taking credit for it. or Yeah, or maybe it was like sarcastic, like you already know, like kind Mm -hmm. of playful. But I just thought it was Mm -hmm. very weird that she would not like say that because we've gotten so many, like Teresa put her neck out there so hard when she did what she did. Um, So did a few other people when they've made moves. And the fact that she wouldn't take ownership of it was really kind of curious for me um and then amber or Darrell is also upset too because he's been hearing how amber's like i don't know kind of tweaking things behind the scenes and he's like yeah i feel like she's just kind of doing whatever to get casey a gold skull and like why didn't Mm. she set this up to get her own gold skull we don't know if we're ever going to win another one. <laughs> well, and like, to be fair, if you know Teresa's going in there, like, you don't really want to go against Teresa because even though they're probably similar in stature, I just think Teresa, I mean, Teresa's a tough competitor. She's really, really strong. Mm-hmm. I think her and Amber B are both like smaller people, stature wise um, and weight wise, but still, I wouldn't want to go against her because she held Casey down, and Casey, I think, is bigger True. than her maybe your similar size and, but Casey's really tough too. So yeah, I agreed with Darrell in that way, but I also understood not wanting to go against Teresa, especially when there's so many female skulls left. If it was, if it was like the way it is with a guy's skull where you have to kind of beat someone to get one, I think it would be different, but because there's so many left, I think she knows she has more chances. Only two more. I mean, still. Yeah. There's still a lot of people left in this game. Oh, I know. But if you have an opportunity to... Like, she didn't really fight back against the house that when they all kind of said, we want Teresa. And she could have fought for Gabby if she really wanted to go do it. Or fought for... Well, Ambram doesn't have a partner, right? Yeah, she could have fought for Nani. It's true. There's a lot of ways she could have gone. And... And I think actually by eliminating Teresa, like I said before, they're publicly public enemy number one and two. It mm-hmm. kind of puts the heat more on her for the girls, I you know. Agree. So eliminating Teresa may not have been the smartest thing. It just seemed like the simplest solution in the moment. Yeah, and it just kind of it puts her like her fate is fully in the hands of how well the Big Brother Alliance does over the next two weeks. Yeah. And like if they win the daily challenges or if they are able to sway votes or whether politically or physically, we'll see how well that alliance does. But she put all her chips into that basket pretty yeah. much. And I guess I don't understand why not go after Gabby, especially when her partner like hates Big Brother so much. Because mm-hmm. then that would make Devin and Amber M partners at that point if Gabby lost. Yes. And then you just have two people who are not liked in the house and that's another easy group to target and get rid of. Yeah, that's fair. Hmm. I don't know. (laughs) I would need a whiteboard to make these decisions. Yeah. Piece of paper or something. 
write it all down, think it all out. We'll do that next time. No, I mean, we if won't. I was in the house, <laughs> I mean, if I was in the house, I would need that, like to keep track of how I wanted to do it and then weigh it all out. Like, here are my options. Yeah, and then just erase it real fast. Yeah, because you cannot, like, burn it. <laughs> like, you'd have to burn it because you can't risk. Yeah. Notes always come out. Devin would be there with, like, another Sharpie, like, tracing over things that you wrote. Yes. Trying to, like, figure it yeah. out. So we get a Teresa's in the elimination. It looks like a tug-of-war situation. Yeah, it looks like some sort of combo between the Joseph versus Kyle elimination and the West versus Devin elimination with rings having to go onto poles, but also a tug of war situation. Yeah. Like instead mm -hmm. of going the same direction, yeah. you have to go. Yeah. Um, like move rings, which I actually, I liked this elimination. Yeah, it was cool. It was hard to, with, I don't know. They never really zoomed out. They just didn't the zoom angles. out enough. Yeah. They did a couple times, but it was hard to tell like what the best way to do it was. Yeah. I wish we would get more like mm -hmm. live, like in NFL games, you know, where they like circle and they're like, <laughs> this is where it needs. And then they have the lines. Like yeah. I wanted them to zoom out and be like, here's where Teresa is. Here's where Casey is. This ring is here. She has two more rings to go. Teresa <laughs> hasn't even got like, I would have appreciated mm -hmm. like a 20 second zoom out with a voiceover of somebody talking. Mm -hmm. Like I could have done without seeing Nani saying we could be here all night. And really show us why we could be here all night. Gotcha. MTV. So you need a, a Peyton Manning. Yes. Peyton I need Manning's Tony e Romo. ESPN like detail breakdown. Mm -hmm. <laughs> His little web series that he does. Yes. Uh, that'd be hysterical. Wait, who, who, who's a retired challenger that you would like to come on to do like 30, Ooh. 30 second breakdowns Derek. of the eliminations? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Derek, you're right. Me thinking that would be a hard question. Also, me two and a half seconds later, Derek. Derek, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent, Derek. But then I just want Derek to come back on the show. Period. Yeah. Which congrats, Mazel, Mazel to uh, Derek who just got engaged. Did he? Yeah. Yay! Love that. Love that for him. Um. Okay, so it's kind of hard to tell how much of a lead anybody took in this well, game. Well, Casey jumped out, like, and she. She out sprinted Teresa off the front and yeah. got a ring first and then went to the farthest pole instead of the closest, which was risky. Um, but it, it but seemed, smart. Well, yeah. It's going to take your most energy. Right. Like you, if you can get there. But I think if that, like having to get to the farthest pole, like if Teresa had been close enough behind, like that could have backfired. Yeah. She wouldn't have been able to get close enough. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, it worked out. It was a pretty dominating performance. It was. Um, but we did before the right before the challenge started, like TJ kind of tried to give everybody the scare and be like, You thought it was Casey versus Teresa. Surprise, it's Corey versus yeah, Leroy. Yeah, Leroy, you just got your skull. Do you feel vulnerable, basically? Oh, and everyone my heart, was like, My heart what? stopped. It's like, If you throw Leroy into this against Corey. Yeah, like, how dare you? I can't do it. But no, my heart wasn't ready for that. Not today, TJ. <laughs> Thomas Joseph to you. Darrell didn't know it. Didn't know it either. Um, but yeah, Casey pulls it out. Teresa's going home. Yeah. She, she couldn't quite couldn't quite do it. She, I think she won three to one as far as the, Teresa or Casey. Casey. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, like rings. You yeah. Mean. Gotcha. I thought you were talking like elimination record. No. Um, but then we we have Leroy wondering if Casey's going to stick with him. Yeah. Um, but I thought, what do you think? Um, well, I mean, she did. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Leroy was worried because Casey was doing so well, and maybe she's going to take Fessy and uh, make like this power team, getting ready for the final, all that fun stuff. Yeah, um, I don't know, but she sticks with Leroy. Um, we're still only halfway through the I game, guess that we still what? need the numbers. So, so if she would have picked Fessy, that would have put Anissa out there, who would have just gone back to Leroy. Which is just another exchange of what we did a couple weeks ago, right? Didn't that happen a couple oh, weeks yeah. ago? Oh, yeah, because Bessie took Casey yeah. Yeah, at one point. That's so true. clearly Casey wants to be with Leroy. Yeah. I think she knows what power Cam has in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and she doesn't want to. I mean, she's with Big Brother, but she's not going to mess around. Yeah, it's there. smart. It's very smart. Yeah. Then uh, Corey tried to, like, get Casey to come over to him and she was just like shook her head no, at him. She was like, he's the nah. black widow. You can't. He is. And Nisa told us joking around why you don't one get of the best lines. One of the best lines ever in MTV history was usually you don't want to get near Corey because you're afraid you're going to get pregnant. But now you don't want to get near Corey because you're going to get eliminated. It was truly one of the best quotes ever. It was incredible. Um, then Corey has to go with Amber M, which is not great for Corey. No, sucks for Corey. Unless it's like a thing where it's like, hold your partner up because she is the smallest. No, no, CT would win that. I just, I don't know. You got to hold up big T. Yeah, I don't know like what type of elimination they're well suited for. Also, because I don't know like what skills Amber M has, just like period. Yeah, unclear. None. Um, I mean, she's. Not like passing out out there in the challenges. No, and she doesn't seem to be like afraid of much. Like we don't see no, cuts of her being afraid. No, but she hasn't. Either, but she also hasn't come close to winning anything either. So very true. Yeah, not know. even remotely close. It would be quite a twist if Corey and Amber won the next day. Like, who who knows? What in the world would they do? But I guess like I don't know. But do people want to go against Corey? Like, would they get sent down there? People want to go against Amber M, but do people want to go against Corey? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, because he also the, doesn't have guys, a skull. Like, what do you have to gain? Like, Nam, Corey, CT, and Darrell do not have skulls. And I don't think anybody wants to go against any of them. Mm-mm. So, like, the other teams will probably try to pit those guys against each other somehow. Probably. And, just to make it, hey, you're not even fighting for a gold skull in this elimination. It's just purely to stay here. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if that would, if they did set it up like that, if TJ would be like, nope, psych. They get, if whoever wins gets to steal a gold skull from anybody. Yeah. Or <laughs> I have no idea. Not sure. Um, but yeah, I'll be interested thing. to see how that shifts the game. Yeah. And my other favorite part of the elimination is just watching the people cheer from the, the top rope. And the best cheer is always Kyle. Yeah. Um, He's like, great job, Teresa. Kill each other. Go get it. Kill each and then other. as soon as the, it's over, he's like, well done, Teresa. Well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> like, okay. Like, but I yes. wanted to bring up Kyle also just to give you an opportunity 
because you were shook this week when you did a deep dive. So I was on, on Kyle I was on Challenge Reddit, okay. and someone posted this picture, mm-hmm. and it was like, I can't believe that this is Kyle before he was on the challenge, and I literally stared at it for ten minutes trying to figure out because I used to watch the show Jordy Shore that he was on. Yeah. The original, (laughs) but not when he was on it. He wasn't a part of the original cast. They like, it's less like the U S Jersey shore where it's been like the same cast. They've had a lot of people come in and out. Okay. of the show, it hasn't been the consistent same people. So I used to watch it because I love British people and I love terrible TV. Mm -hmm. And so I used to watch it and I thought that doesn't look like Kyle all but then i kind of realized like it sort of did and so then i started googling kyle christie before and after so he had a pretty serious nose job he seems to have lost a little weight and then i guess he has like a bunch of filler in his jawline to give him like a more square jawline and i think in his cheeks as well Hmm. to give him that more angular face And so if you haven't deep dove on this, I just was truly shocked. I sent the picture to Scott and said, guess who this is? Spoiler alert. You're never going to guess who this is. It's impossible. I'm not even sure it's real. Try to guess what is happening here and who this is. And when I told Scott it was Kyle, you were baffled. Yeah, I was shook. Shooketh (laughs) to the core. Indeed. Yeah, you sent it to me and I looked at it for like a minute and was like, I think I asked you, was like, is it a celebrity or yeah. is this like someone we know? Yeah. Because I was just so, had absolutely no ideas. No. Like just not even a hint of an idea. So please <laughs> go Google Kyle Christie before and after plastic surgery. It's wild. It is wild. And if you know us personally or you would like a copy of this picture, email <laughs> us at goodpeoplebadtv at gmail.com and we will discuss love it okay anything from the this season on preview that stuck out to you i know it was quick but it was was a lot it was hard to keep track of everything let's pause okay and let's rewatch it and then we'll be back give us a few minutes okay okay everyone we're back we watched it we paused it we did a deep dive. Scott took notes. It was wild. It was. I have feel a lot of- so alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just feel really alive. <laughs> That's good. We have so much life left to live. So much, you, so much life said. left to live. Okay. Uh, we we first kind of get this montage of likely daily challenges. Yeah, I uh, think daily. Some of them could have been a section of the final, but mm-hmm. but probably daily challenges. There's a skydiving one. Uh, there's another hanging from the helicopter challenge, two people hanging off of ropes. Uh, and then there's this like creepy looking challenge in like a warehouse where they're in with their partners in a cage. And I know in the past they've done challenges like that where they make you stay up all night and like remember things. Yeah. It kind of seemed like some sort of sleep deprivation. Yeah. And that looks like that's where Corey throws up, which was probably gross. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't great. But yeah, yeah. Anissa and Fessy are still together at that point. It looks like, from what we could tell. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see that one coming soon. Then there's a challenge where there's like a 
They're sprinting, still in partnerships. It looks like Lolo's yep. way out in front of everybody. Yeah, obviously. it looks like the same partnerships we have currently, which makes me think it's a very soon upcoming daily. Yes, I, I think would assume so. this week or the week after. Yes, because we had yeah you know, Kyle and Cam were next to each other, Darrell and Amber B, and Nam and Lolo. Um, and then we get the the clip of Big T and CT fighting. Big T says CT's a liar. CT says he didn't lie. He just broke a promise. Which I'm trying to decide in my brain if that is a lie or not. (laughs) I mean, pretty much. It's just (laughs) semantics, really. Yeah. But good good try there, CT. Way to try to twist the words in your favor. And what's your prediction for this promise that CT's going to do? I think she probably hears that he wants to partner up with someone else if they get because he still needs to get a skull. Mm-hmm. I think it means he so actually does, does switch. Uh, I think this is think post like switch. Post. Oh, I'm okay. hoping. That's <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think it does have to involve a partnership. Because he says switch. he yeah, because he says he broke a promise like past tense. Yeah. Um, unless yeah, that's it's, true. Unless it's him voting in one of her friends, like it could be that. Yeah, yeah. and it is a nighttime shot, so it has to be right after. An elimination, I would imagine. That'd be my guess. But he's like not dressed for elimination. He's dressed pretty casually. No, that's true. Yeah, so it could be like a he vote they didn't vote the same way. Yeah. I think they too. want I think they want us to think C T dumped her as a partner. I don't know if that's actually true. I mean I think he will. Well, if he gets the chance <laughs> to. Yeah. yeah. I think that's coming. Yeah, probably. Um sorry, big T, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get the what looks it's cam standing next to Corey, and she says she plays an honest game and you don't and then it cuts over to kyle but it looks like kyle's in a different room so they may not actually be talking to each other i think he's on that couch right by the kitchen okay okay but it was hard to tell if that may have been like a a cut edited that way to make us think something because i think they want us to think kyle and cam are arguing because their, their partners. partners, and that would be interesting if they got in a fight. But um, she is standing next to Corey, which made you think maybe she repartners with Corey. Could be. Could be. Um, and then later on in this, like, Leroy, we like, it cuts to Leroy, and he says, no one plays an honest game. It's a double agent game. But directly contradicting Cam, which is not good for long-term So do we romantic success, but That's true. I just love the ways that they make the cast members like play the name into seasons. Uh, it's a double agent game. What just does that like mean? um what was the one vendetta? Oh, he's my vendetta and they just like use the word vendetta improperly. Yeah, vendetta is not a noun. Mm-mm. No, <laughs> but they made them use it like a noun all season and it was yeah. very funny. This reminded me of that yeah. tangent. Or it's not a now that like i don't know it's i like, have a vendetta against you but like yeah yeah like, and a vendetta you, is you are like a vendetta a, is a thing but you can't like call a person a vendetta your vendetta per se <laughs> until history was made several yeah. years ago we, yeah they probably changed the dictionary yeah. after that oxford season. adjusted accordingly indeed um <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we get the cut to TJ laughing down on the crater floor, telling them no one's in the final. Uh-huh. Which I think they want us to think there's some big twist, but I think the context that he said that in is probably it, like, like next week or two. 
Well, just like if you don't have a skull, like skulls are still up for grabs. So mm. you're not in the final yet. Yeah. And they kind of cut the CT like being floored by something. And it probably wasn't that. It's probably yes. something else. But it did look like CT and Big T were in the double agent box at the crater. Because that's the only one I think that has the blue LED lighting behind it. Mm. So it makes me think they win at least one more daily. That'd be huge. I love it. And they only show us flashes of partners who currently exist. So yeah, they didn't show us any new partnerships. Everybody standing next to each other up there was like Fessy and Anissa, Josh and Nani, uh, Casey Cam, and Leroy, I yeah. think. Um, or maybe Cam and Kyle. Um, and then we got kind of like the, the quick clip montage of like individuals in elimination. Like we saw Jarrell running down in the elimination. It looked mm -hmm. like he was in one of the tug of war eliminations. Yeah. We saw big T uh -huh. Nani was down there. Mm -hmm. um, All of whom we know need to get a red skull, except mm. a gold skull, mm -hmm. except Leroy. Did, was that who yeah. they showed us? No, I think it was just Darrell, oh, okay. Nani, big T uh, and Corey. That's when they get the Corey like puking thing. So that could be an elimination too. Oh, like, I thought that was, that looked like it was in the room where they were holding the thing together. Yeah, that makes more sense to me. But yeah. this is where it showed up in the trailer. Um, and then they did show us that like swimming challenge that you were telling me about. Yeah, so we heard about this in an interview from TJ on another podcast where it's like the clearest water, clearest natural water in the world and they get to swim in it that's gonna be beautiful so yeah it'll, that's gonna be like absolutely stunning to watch i mean the cinematography this season which feels like silly to talk about but truly <laughs> it's so good it like fun. they've done such a beautiful job like kind of crafting this silly show to look amazing it's true so kudos send my regards to the production team well done just make better <laughs> daily challenges yeah, they've been pretty good. There's lots of helicopter action happening. That's true. I just need I need a better scoreboard. I need to know who's winning. Yeah. It's too hard to follow. Um, and then we get kind of the, the romance section. Lolo and Nam are having it out. Are having Lolo a star-crossed lovers Lolo fight. needs someone to believe in her for who she is. Nam's trying to understand what those English sounds together mean. Because I don't think he speaks no, the language. I just don't know. <laughs> um, like, we just haven't really... We saw, like, some flirting with them, but we haven't really seen much more beyond that. Yeah, not since, like, episode two, I think. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. So I guess I'm just curious where that's going to come from. And then we finally get the makeout session with Gabby and Fessy. Mm -hmm. That's a long time coming. Yes, we'll hope we'll probably get some awkward flirting before that from both of them because they're both quite awkward yes. in that department. So that should be fun. Um, and then we get uh, CT stepping up to Fessy in the club at a theme party. At some theme party where they're wearing orange headbands. So and CT <laughs> has like a wig on. <laughs> he does. Dad. It was. Uh, pretty noticeable how like how much taller fessy is than ct though in that mm -hmm. moment um because in my head like fessy was like an inch taller it looked like he was like four inches taller yeah in the, and i was like oh my goodness and yeah. ct's enormous he is so, a big dude um so that's gonna be fun and then gabby tells Devin, 
he has a punchable face. Which we've all thought <laughs> I mean, a time or two in our there's, lives. There's no lie in that statement. No. Where's uh, the lie? <laughs> um, and then we just kind of get some some tears from Nani, some people saying they worked really hard to be here, <laughs> and some cuts to a mountain that they're probably going to have to climb eight times for the final. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm excited. Right, we got Kyle saying he wants to burn headquarters to the ground. <laughs> Completely unshocking. I also liked um, there was more briefcase work. Oh, so I yes. think they're going to have to carry a briefcase in the final is what I would imagine. A briefcase like mm, with, with them. With Whopper Club passes. In with it. Yeah, Whopper. Then they get to the top and they open it and that million dollar prize doesn't exist. It's just um, million dollars just Whopper VIP passes. <laughs> and they're like, uh, you know, technically, if you get enough Whoppers, it is a million dollars. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Be <laughs> thankful. <laughs> Dad. Oh, man. Well. What a ride. So much life to live. Very excited <laughs> about what the future holds for us. It's going to be good. Wait. And, uh, yeah, look up. Kyle Christie's plastic surgery. It's yeah, alarming. while you're at it. But we still love you, Kyle. No shots. It was just uh, no shots. We we were just shocked. Just shocking. Yeah. <laughs> as not as not UK locals, uh -huh. we were very caught off guard. Indeed. Um, but yeah. Until next week. Until next week. We'll try to do it earlier next week, guys. We're sorry. <laughs> Talk to you then. Bye. Bye.